Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks to Calm, the number one mental wellness app for supporting Earn Your Happy. Go to calm.com slash Lori to get 40% off your Calm premium subscription with hundreds of hours of programming, unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every single week. And thanks to Byjuice for supporting Earn Your Happy. Byjuice Future School is the leading worldwide online learning platform for school-age students and offers courses in coding and music and math. Visit byjuice.com forward slash podcast. That's B-Y-J-U-S.com forward slash podcast to enroll in your first four classes, which is a $99 value for just $9.99. The deeper we have the courage to go in our own work, the more space we feel capable of holding for others. So the reason that I feel that I can hold space for people is because there's there are very few dark corners that I haven't explored in my own inner work. 
Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multi-millionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8383, You can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, you get to meet and listen to one of my favorite people in the whole world. That is Lindsay Sikornik. She's been changing my life ever since the moment I met her. She is actually one of the women that I wrote about in my triad, my bliss tribe in my book, A Tribe Called Bliss. We met for years and years and years, every other week for an hour, talking all things business, life, really the most personal things I've ever shared in my life have been shared with this woman. And I can tell you that today she is going to change your life as well. She's a transformational leadership expert, international speaker, master coach to global game changers, TEDx speaker, HuffPost blogger, author of The Path of the Unicorn and founder of Alive and Awake. And so many of the quotes and sayings that I have used, the pivotal moments that have changed my life from her advice. You are going to hear some of these. And I promise you there's something about her that just gives you something to cling to and really understand and change your perspective to the point where you can decide to change in an instant. And I really think that the way that she teaches is that powerful. So you guys, I can't wait to have you listen into this conversation and hopefully picture yourself just sitting at the table with us like you were one of our friends, one of our girlfriends. And let's get started. Lindsay, I'm so excited to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for coming. I am so excited to be here and I miss you and I love you and I'm so, so excited for our conversation. Oh my gosh. 
God is so good for real though, because today I was just telling you, this is like one of those days where I was like, oh my goodness, I need to just like be with a soul sister. And it just, of course, it's with like the person who I've transformed the most with. And you guys, that's where I want to start is that Lindsay, you have been such a force in my life. Truly one of the women who has activated and transformed so much for me. Like I still use all of your mantras, mottos, just the way that you have helped me process things and really learn how I process has been so powerful. And you guys, if you don't know, I actually wrote about Lindsay in my book, A Tribe Called Bliss, because I did a sort of, a, I guess we ended up calling it just a mastermind every other week for an hour. I met with you for years, three years, maybe almost four years. Um, I think it was and, five years in total. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. No wonder you're so infused in my DNA. So really, really thrilled to have you back here because honestly, I would just love to have you as a co-host, but I'll have you back as much as I can because you do seriously transformative work for people. So you guys, I'm so excited for you to not only listen to this, but also potentially have the opportunity to have the experiences that I have had with Lindsay in the jungle, not in the jungle at Bliss Project. You can now do them in Sedona as well. These incredible retreats that she calls Alive and Awake, where you really infuse everything. It's the whole human. It's your life's work. It's your business. It is, you know, your spirit. It is sisterhood, brotherhood, all of the things coming together and how none of the, without any of those things, we're really kind of ignoring what makes us feel whole. And that's why I'm so thrilled today to be talking about your life's work. And I kind of want to talk about how you got to this place of you now in the jungle, living in Costa Rica, but it didn't start this way. It didn't start with you thinking about this is how it was going to end up. But now you're working with these incredible like world changers, founders, business leaders, people who want to make big shifts in the world. And you're bringing them into these beautiful elements to really crack them open. So let's talk about where you started and how this vision came to be planted for you. Okay, amazing. First of all, I have to receive all of the beautiful words you just said. And thank you for that. And mirror back to you, what a massive, massive role you've played in my life. And you were literally the person that kind of launched me onto this global career that we're talking about. When you saw, I was like, I tell this story hundreds of times. I was like this kind of pseudo stay-at-home mom eating grilled cheese crusts. And you were like, hey, you want to come and teach at Bliss Project? I'm like, who, me? What do you mean? And you really saw the the level at which I was operating before I even saw it. And, and you trusted me and you believed in me and you were such a mirror and also holding space as I was going through massive transformation in my own life. And a lot of the deep work you talk about doing with clients, I always start with myself first, as you know, and you you held so much space for me in my darkest days, my most vulnerable days, and just constantly being such a source of empathy and love and this mirror of magnificence that you provided for me that you saw things in me way before I even saw them in me. So I bow down to you in deepest gratitude and love forever. So thank you oh. for everything. Okay. I'm crying. Great. <laughs> I know we can't That's wait so good. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the journey and so my journey started, I think, as most people's do, with really trying to check off all the boxes that society tells us. In my case, I grew up in a family with a lot of mental health issues, addiction stuff, and in hindsight now, what we would call trauma situations and generational. And so for me, it manifested in a lot of chronic anxiety. 
And I channeled it towards perfectionism and trying to control everything, which looked like in my world, major overachievement and grinding my, since I was like seven, not even as an adult, like since I was a young child. And I ended up following this very type A driven path, really in an attempt to control everything because I felt so out of control inside with this chronic anxiety, this feeling of unsettledness. And so I ended up going to an elite business school and getting into consulting, management consulting and doing what I thought I should do. I was really just checking off the boxes. It's like, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, all the things. And I was like, perfectly perfect in every way. And then I found myself with this quote unquote, perfect life on paper. And at multiple points in my life, in multiple different realms, I had these sort of like shattering breakdown moments of truth and moments of awakening. The first for me happened around career. And when I was in this quote unquote, perfect job that everyone wanted, I found myself, you know, I was like living in this like overly air conditioned office building doing work that I was really good at, which was numerical analysis. But I was like numb. I hated it. I couldn't wait to like, I remember there was like a 4 p.m. coffee break time. and I counted down the seconds and I'm like, oh, God, is this it for me for the next 60 years of a career? And so to answer your question about what got me on this path, it has been really nonlinear in many ways, un, in every way, unplanned. And so what I've done is I've I've had the gift of listening to my own intuition and being able to have the guts or recklessness or risk tolerance or however you want to call it to leap into the unknown and trust that I'm going to figure it out on the way down. So what I did is I quit that job. I went traveling around the world. And from that moment on, I think that was the turning point moment where I broke free of the matrix or of that kind of like boxed in path of life of playing in the sandbox that society had kind of created for me and that I bought into. And so from then I've had this, I would call it more of like a hybrid model of I'm very much a believer in strategy and creating vision. So I've always had clarity and through my coach training and the work I do with clients, a clear clarity about my life purpose, my vision, my values. So I did a lot of work around articulating that as kind of like the architectural framework of what it is I wanted to create. Why am I on the planet? And that's when I really transitioned into coaching, doing work with transformational leadership, speaking, working in organizations. But within the context of like, this is the life I want and this is the the type of work I want to do, I've also been very much in my intuition and available for the flow of what unexpected things life throws at me. In my case, usually it's like a giant smackdown from the universe or like a <laughs> smash in the head because I'm very stubborn and determined and tenacious, which is good in many ways. But I sometimes don't listen to the whispers of my soul until they become screams. So a lot of what I talk about, like breakdown or shattering moments are are those awakening moments that have pivoted me professionally, personally, where I live, having awakenings, for example, that I was meant to live in Costa Rica at a time when it was insane. There was not even cell phone service. There were no doctors in town. There was like nothing here. And my soul was like, no, this place is for you. But then what I've done is I've mapped on like logic and strategy. So letting my mind and my strategic mind, my analytical and my planning that side of me to kind of be in service of what my soul and my intuition is 
usually insanely telling me to do. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's crazy soul. And then <laughs> spirit's like, yep, this is it. And so then what I have to do is sort of wrap strategy and planning and discernment and then a whole lot of trust and surrender and patience and processing around all of that. So that's been kind of the path to where I've gotten and partly planning, mostly a lot of listening and leaping as I've been guided. It's always an annual resolution of mine to focus on my mental health as our mental health is constantly an area of our lives that we continue to work on and improve daily. And though I cannot always get to the spa to decompress, I love that I can turn to the Calm app to center myself in the comfort and convenience of my home, which is so important within my busy work days. I'm so excited to partner with Calm, which is the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way that you feel. And we know that the way that you feel is how you show up in your life. Clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus, which is what I'm all about and what I need with Calm's curated music tracks or drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. These are, no pun intended, super dreamy. The guided daily meditations are my favorite. They're quick but intentional and really teach you to focus on your breath work and immediately, properly, which is no easy task. It definitely takes practice and I am still a massive work in progress, but I love how simple and approachable Calm's meditations are. Not to mention over 100 million people around the world are using Calm to take care of their minds and you know I love that. Sleep more, stress less, live better with Calm. Calm is offering you a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Lori. Go to calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash Lori for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com forward slash Lori. Oh my gosh. I mean, what did that look like when you first started to think like, I should move to Costa Rica? Because you definitely, your life was not, it wouldn't be easy. What did that feel like first? And how did you know you couldn't ignore it anymore? I'm going to share this because I feel that many, many people are in a similar situation where like logically and on paper, your yeah. soul telling you to do something is literally insane. Like yeah. it's not even possible, right? I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. You're like literally not possible. And then it becomes clear that it's what needs to happen. And then it's up to us to stumble into the how and to like figure it out, as I said, so for me to give a context, I was living in downtown Toronto. I was coaching exclusively in like Bay Street, elite law firms, investment banks, banks, telecom. My business was entirely in that that kind of those types of industries. I was married to my partner who at the time who was building tech startups. So he would have he he created five consecutive tech startups. We were very much in that early days of the tech startups, which required him to manage staffs of like 150, 200 programmers and people you know, all these very hands-on. And then we were having babies and, you know, I wanted to have a larger family. So we had four babies and our life was very rooted in the North American kind of way of being and way of life. And then we came down here on this vacation for a surf camp for a week when I had my first baby only, she wasn't even yet one. 
And I was following my passion of adventure sports, travel, you know, discovery is a huge passion I've always had. And I kept them very separate. But to explain how it felt, I will never forget because I got out of the rental car, checked into this little hotel. There were like three hotels in town at the time. There was literally one international payphone, no cell service. It was like the days you would call with your calling card to your parents and be like, we got here safely. We'll talk to you in a week. And I remember getting out of the call and I, I out of the car. And I think we're probably having like a smoothie before we got ready to go surfing. And I had this full body knowing. It's like, I felt like I've, I've come home mm. and I've had it in a few different places throughout the course of my life. And it's a feeling of peace. It's a feeling of clarity. I can only describe it as a knowing. And for me, it's very physical. It's like a physical sensation, but it's also, I would say maybe a soul or a spiritual knowing. And so I don't know if that's clear to articulate, but that's my experience of it. And then it was just kind of like, huh, that's interesting. And also insane as my mind jumps in and it's like, live in Costa Rica, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're birthing babies, you're doing all this stuff. There's not even a doctor in town. And your husband also is running tech companies and your whole business is in these like very corporate settings. So what I did is I just locked it. I'm like, noted, you know, thank you, spirit. Thank you, universe. And what I did is, and this is something I think is really powerful, it doesn't need to be like zero to a hundred or all or nothing all at once. And so what I did was I started to create my own reality in whatever ways I could. And for me at that time, it meant scraping together every spare cent that we had, which was almost none because we were in startup mode constantly, but to rent a house for like two weeks a year to get my kids down here, to get myself down here and our family and just experience like even two weeks a year of this Pura Vida, of this being in nature, kids naked on the beach, surfing, yoga, connected to a community that is like so high vibe and really rooting into those those values that I had and that knowing. And that went on for years, like I think 12 years of that and eventually extended it to a month a year and I would come down. This is important because I know specifically a lot of women who feel limited because maybe their partner can't travel or they can't, they have a different. So I had a partner who was very, he was a CEO of tech companies, like VC funded, like he was not on vacay mode ever. So I would come down by myself with the kids and bring my mom. And this is another thing I want, like, I look back on it now and I think it's a little bit insane, but in a good way that I did it, Mm -hmm. but like, to just do it, you know, just like buy the ticket, take the ride as Hunter S. Thompson said. And so I would just show up in the jungle with my two, three, four babies under six, and I would figure it out. And and then my husband at the time would join me for the last couple of weeks. But almost every year I would say to him, hey, do you, should we do this thing? And he would rightly be in full on startup mode and being like, I can't plan. I don't know what's going to happen, but I didn't let it stop me. And mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself for that. And I think that many of us, we think, well, my my loved ones don't believe in my vision or they don't get it, or I can't because my partner's not bought in or whatever those truths may even be. I want to invite people to continue to trust their intuition. And I really like that idea of like, it's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. And so I would just be like, I totally get it. I understand. I'm going to go ahead and go and you're welcome. I would love to have you join us if you can, but I understand that you have your career and your thing. I was able to work remotely always. And I ultimately ended up just taking that month off to be with the kids because my work is flexible by design because I wanted that after I was in corporate. I was like, I want to have autonomy and freedom and be able to travel and work remotely. And so I created that for myself. But just because everyone in your life doesn't have the same reality 
doesn't mean that you need to sit at home and wait for everyone to go follow your dreams. And it's been my experience that over time, as, as I got older and wiser and had like many beautiful experiences under my belt, the less I care what other people think and the more quickly you just pursue your own passion, your own path, the more quickly everyone comes on board. If you're sitting there like, I don't know, I'm not sure, getting permission from everyone, what do you think? Oh, so-and-so's not bought in, my mother doesn't think it's a good idea. If you're available for everyone's opinion, well, then they're all going to give it to you. And then if you listen to them, big mistake, um, then you're going to be sitting in a holding pattern of nothingness forever or or worse, selling out on yourself, compromising and living someone else's life, which is literally living a lie which is what leads to the slow or quick death of the soul and ultimately physical death because it, it eats away at you. And that's what all these like autoimmune diseases and literally cancers and heart diseases, they are directly linked to stress and unexpressed emotions, mental health issues, all of it. So when I say like, follow your bliss, it's not like a bumper sticker, fun thing to say. It's literally like the best thing to do for your health, for your thriving, for everything. So I had the tenacity. I have a couple of kids who are like this and it's not the easiest to parent, but it's helpful sometimes to just be like, you know what, watch me. I'm just going to go do this and I'll figure it out. And that doesn't mean you're not terrified, scared, clueless, all of those things. But there's this tenacity of like just doing it and just leaping into it. And then all of a sudden everyone's on board. And when we fast forward now, that was like, you know, that was almost... 16 years ago will be my daughter's turning 17 in March. And now it's cool to like travel with your kids and live nomadically and, and homeschooling is a thing and online learning and all these things that were radical and edgy and taboo, leaving corporate to start my own business. Like all these things were very taboo when I did any of them. And over time, the world catches up. You know, if you're truly a visionary or who even cares about being a visionary? You just know what you want to do and how you want to live your life. The less that you pay attention to what everyone else thinks about it or what society says, and the, the more quickly you just follow your heart and use your mind to do it in a smart way, in a mindful way. So I didn't just pack up everything and move. It took me 12 years. I'm not like, I didn't just like, you know, join a hippie caravan and forget we built five businesses. I built my coaching business, like had four babies, like did all the things. But over time and with strategy, created our my own reality and ultimately our own reality that's now, again, very aspirational and considered to be almost like mainstream, if not what people are really desiring, which is freedom, autonomy, travel, living nomadically, some people, et cetera. So those are some of the major lessons and, and the things that I look back on now that I'm grateful for and yeah, I, I kind of like pat myself on the back right now because I didn't think about it when I was doing it, you know, when I was in my late 20s and early 30s. I'm like, I just did it, you know, and now I look back at my younger self and I've had some like good cries over it. And I look back at my like younger self at home with these little babies and getting on planes and schlepping like strollers and car seats and coming to these houses in the jungle, which were literally like death traps for children. They had no building codes. I would show up at like 11 at night after traveling for 14 hours with wow. like four kids and my mom who needs like a wheelchair at the airport. Like she's got her hip things happening. And I would get here and I would have no idea where I was. And I would just be like so out of my comfort zone. The metaphors are like every Everywhere. And then I would have to go and spend three days at the hardware store, baby proofing our house and making sure the kids didn't drop dead off these all like 
death trap drops. And, but it was all like in service of following that call to adventure, that call to giving my kids a different reality, to giving them an education, not just out of books, but as in like going to see the turtles laying eggs and being born and learning to surf at like six years old and being immersed in a culture around spirituality and connection in these blue zone where people live to over a hundred at 10 times higher rate, like all of it for me, the risk was was so far surpassed by the return of what I was able to create for us in our life that I I do, I look back at myself and I'm like, go girl, you did Mm. that. You did that thing to my younger self because I didn't have the time or the inclination or the interest in celebrating myself at the time. I was just like in it and doing it. But um, I feel very proud of myself actually at this stage of my life for who I had to be, how I had to show up in life. And I feel very excited to be able to hold space for others to do the same thing and to to be inspired and to be activated in their own way for whatever their dreams are. I'm not a mom yet, but I do have a ton of kids in my life. I'm a proud auntie and I also have a ton of my best friends who have families of their own. And I was recently introduced to Baiju's Future School where students receive personalized attention and a world-class learning experience completely online to supplement their in-person school education. I'm so excited to partner with Baiju's Future School to offer you your first four classes in $99 value for just $9.99. Even in the best schools, your child possibly isn't getting the one-to-one teaching they need to reach their full potential. In a classroom with dozens of kids, teachers just don't have the time to customize their approach. With small group and one-on-one learning, Baiju's Future School is committed to helping students become creators and shift from passive to active learning while building skills they'll use for the rest of their lives. Baiju's Future School currently offers coding and music courses for grades 1 through 12 and math courses for grades 1 through 8 with more subjects coming soon. Baiju's math and music courses help build a foundation of knowledge and self-confidence. And with Baiju's coding course, students explore the fundamentals of coding through their favorite games. They'll have tons of fun while learning about technology that makes modern games, apps, and cryptocurrencies possible. Join the millions of parents accelerating their kids' learning today. Your child can build their own Minecraft character in the first four weeks. Visit byjuice.com forward slash podcast. That's B-Y-J-U-S.com forward slash podcast to enroll in your first four classes, which is a $99 value for just $9.99. That's four classes for just $9.99 at byjus.com slash podcast. Oh, I love I love your story because it really is there's so much proof there that there's always a way to imagine keep reimagining how this could work because when you're in a world or when you're not in that world yet it feel it's so much easier to be like oh my family's not going to like this it's going to be too hard with kids it's going to be like all of these things and and there's something that works so well that I feel like I've taken from you and that's just like 
but what if, but wouldn't it be cool if, or how could that look, or how could this actually work? And how could, you know, bringing all of these things into almost in a light way and in not such a serious way, like that everything has to be lined up and it has to look a certain way, but really just like you shared in your story, like maybe it didn't look a certain way the first year, but then you start figuring things out and really being kind of like playful about how you're imagining what it could look like and letting things be. I love the phrase that you always say, life can be fun and easy if you let it. Like I've given that to so many people and they're like, oh my God, it can. Like, Is that a thing? And I'm like, you actually get to grant that yourself. And it's something that I say to myself all the time because of you. So You know, you bring people together and you bring them out of the box, like out of their box. Tell me about why this is such an important element to you, like getting people outside of their norm and getting them also into different healthier situations. Because you also talk a lot about how you were in the corporate world and sometimes they would just put them up in a hotel and think that they were helping their team when really it it just kind of is like the opposite. So tell me about the method that you found that really, really works for getting people just reconnected and reimagining their lives. Absolutely. Thank you for that question, because I know you and I are so aligned on this. My background, my passion, my obsession has been leadership, transformational leadership, Since I was like 19 years old at business school, I'm like obsessed with human behavior. I literally have studied like leaders of every, you can imagine from like JFK, Winston Churchill, Gandhi to like Hitler, Jesus, like leadership on its whole and human behavior. And so what I've learned through that path is that leadership isn't just a set of skills that we learn in school. It's a way of being and Mm -hmm. it's a way of showing up on the planet. And I believe that every single human on the planet has the capacity to be a leader in the sense that they show up authentically living their purpose, their vision, their values, and leading by example. That's my definition of leadership. And as I've done more and more experimentation with my own life, which is the giant social experiment, and then working with thousands of people over the years, I've learned you can't separate physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic dimensions of ourselves and just focus, oh, I'm just going to talk about my career or I'm just going to talk about my relationship or I'm just going to talk about health and wellness. For me, it's always been a very integrated approach. And so when I do the work that I do with leaders, I always, always, always am coming at it from a holistic, integrated approach because that's been my practice. And so literally starting with what are you eating? How are you moving your body? In general, tapping into this intuitive wisdom that we all have within ourselves, giving people the tools to gather that like that inner knowing, that inner compass, that direct connection to spirit, to your higher self, to your guides, whatever you want to call it, highest intelligence. And so when I do the experiences, whether in Costa Rica or Sedona or Italy or around the world, wherever, I have sort of like a scientific formula that I put people through. And I also in our coaching talk about, and so it's really the culmination of like my lifetime of work, which is starting in the morning with, with uh, very beautifully curated morning rituals, moving our bodies to quiet our minds, to tap into our creative spirits. And it can include any number of things to get into stillness. I know you and Chris are amazing at meditation, movement, getting out into nature, music, singing, dance, art, you name it. Whatever your magic is that helps you get into that flow state. For me, it's yoga, surfing, beach walks, dogs. I know we're both dog lovers, kids touching your baby's skin, whatever it is. 
developing an awareness of what helps you to feel grounded, connected. Nature is a massive, massive thing for me, movement, et cetera. And so that really is part of the foundational work that I do with people is getting ourselves to optimal performance by tapping into all of these awarenesses. And it's not about judgment or prescription, like you should eat that or you should meditate or you should. I couldn't care less about what anyone does. It's just a question of, is this working for me or is it not? So it's a constant iterative process of discernment. Is this bringing me closer to joy or further away from joy? Huh, interesting. Okay, maybe I'll change it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. And so from there, we really work on regeneration and filling ourselves up and getting to that state of clarity, of stillness, of, of thriving, of rest and reset. And then the next part that I love to do, and this is again, like on a meta level of a whole program with people over months and years, or even in a, in a workshop setting is we look at the, so regeneration is first, and then we look at transformation. And that's mm-hmm. when we kind of get inside. And I love, love, love to get to the core of whatever it is that's driving our behaviors. And I've had some of my biggest ahas at the Bliss Project being in the audience when you've been leading. For example, one of my favorite questions you ever asked is which parents love did you most crave as a child? And what did you think you needed to do to get it? I've used that crediting you hundreds of times also, because that was like such an aha moment for me. I was like, what? And it's something locked in for me. I was like, wow, I was always craving my dad's attention. And how did I think I could get it by performing? And it was literally like the root belief that was my entire life. So that's the type of work I love to do with people getting to those core nuggets of what is the root cause of our behaviors, our beliefs, our patterns, really obsessed right now with with trauma recovery work, with understanding ancestral trauma and how that gets imprinted in our nervous systems, in our physical bodies. So these are the, the ways that I really love to integrate physical, mental, emotional, spiritual work from a transformative place and really getting to the core of healing ourselves reprogramming ourselves, whatever you want to call it. I think everybody is perfect as we are. So that's sort of the middle part of it. And then once we have some really beautiful rewiring, literally, when we talk about neuroplasticity and rewiring our nervous systems, that's the transformation side of things. Then we can start to think about or in tandem, what's next and how do we level up Mm. from this like recharged, rewired, ready to go place. And that's when we get back into that strategy work that has been at the core of my passion of purpose, vision, values. Who am I? How do I want to show up on the planet? What's the impact I want to have? What are my values? What are my non-negotiables? And that's when we really kind of take it from the inside work, the deep introspective shadow work, whatever it is. And we really start to take our wisdom and our gifts and, and share them out in the world and start to have that massive impact or giant ripple effect that we want to have out in the world. Mm. Oh, it's so good. I, I'm just thinking back to all of the different transformations of people that I was with when, you know, the year that that Chris came, I think he actually came twice, my Chris. And, you know, sometimes I think we can be really afraid to go to these things because it's like, oh God, we're maybe with other people or maybe I'm not even ready to look at my stuff because I think that there's, and this will be an interesting question for you, like with achievers, sometimes we're afraid to let go of like the trauma or the thing because it's, it makes us feel like it's the thing driving us and we're afraid that we'll lose our edge. Have you found that with different people? Yes, 100%. And I also, you asked earlier about 
about sort of that getting people out of their comfort zones and why do I do that? And that is the exact reason you just articulated because everybody that I work with are super brilliant, creative, strategic. Like if we just stay in our heads and talk it out, Oh, we will like talk. We can even convince ourselves that we're like, healed, oh, yeah. we're good. We're clear. Cause I've done the, the work. I've like re- <laughs> reframed it, blah, blah, blah. You get that same person out on a surfboard, on a horse, out in a truly physically vulnerable state, experientially vulnerable. And you can guarantee all that unresolved stuff is going to come flying out to, you know, for some people, it's like the bugs. It's the not wearing makeup out. It's, I never know what it's going to be, but I try to encourage <laughs> so good. everybody <laughs> to find their edge. You know, I'm an, a junkie for, cause I want people to feel uncomfortable for the sake of accelerating some of this transformational work. If we're just living in the same safe space, our whole lives, I'm obsessed with that idea of growth mindset of finding our growth edges in a safe container in a, in a safely held space because we can be so brilliant and outsmart ourselves. Even if we've done, like I, I'm the queen. I'm like, Oh, I did therapy on that for 10 years. I'm good with that. And then all of a sudden you get a new romantic partner, you get triggered and like, like that whole abandonment issues or whatever it is for you fly to the surface. So that's the method to the madness. The people that I have worked with generally are hungry to grow, but we can even get addicted to our old ways. I know you and I talk about this all the time. Like I had an addiction to anxiety. You might have an addiction to control. You might have an addiction to needing to succeed or overachieve or prove yourself or recognition. And so it's not even that they don't want to let go of it. It's just, it's so ingrained and it's so habitual. It can also be an identity situation, you know, well, I'm always the top performer or I'm always the boss or the captain or the lead or whatever. So it's very complex. And I think most humans generally resist change because as we know, the unknown is sort of the greatest fear that most people have. But that's why I really try to get at everything from an embodied approach, from an experiential. So we, we do first and then we make meaning of it second. Mm. So we have the experience, we get on a surfboard, we feel scared, we feel a lack of control, we feel tense, we feel whatever the physical experience is. And then we, from that, like I just had a retreat in, in August and we went surfing four times and I know you love to surf. And I decided to ramp up more surf on my retreats because that's where my kind of practice is. And I think it's it's like exciting to people who are not just into maybe meditation and yoga and all the things. And I love adventure sports. I know you do as well. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Every single surf session they came back in from, the aha moments they had, the like the one thing that these beautiful instructors would say to them, they're like, oh my God. One woman I remember, she's like, yeah, Wendon told me I'm like so tense on the board and that's why I'm falling every time. She's like, I'm tense everywhere in my life. Everything <laughs> I do is tense. It's like, ah, trying to control everything. And so there it's, I can get done in one second experientially what like 20 years of therapy, we can talk about it, we can think about it. And I'm not dissing it. I think there's a, t- you need to come at it from every level, cognitively, emotionally, spiritually. But I think the missing link is really the embodiment piece of physically you know, there's been a disconnect between embodied practices and a lot of these, you know, more transformational spiritual realms, leadership realms. And so that's really what I see as being the sweet spot is bringing those worlds together and embodying transformation and then wrapping meaning and sense making and strategy and awarenesses around that. 
Oh, it's so good. I mean, every single time I did something there, I had like massively life-changing moments. And, you know, I can go and do those things on my own and I still do, but like I can still, you know, come at them and, and create these moments. But there's something about the container when it's intentionally created in that way and that you know that you're going to chat about them. And you there's it's also like when you're going into the space and there is an intention around the space with other people, it is very different. So I like highly recommend that you guys go and do this because you just brought me back to so many. I'm just going to share a, a couple because there's one that I don't know if I actually shared with you, but the surf one, I know I've shared, I've written about it in my book. I still have chapters that are going to go into another other book just from these different surf experiences because how you show up in these different places where you are not familiar with is really how you're showing up in all of your life maybe in places that you're not familiar with and that you are familiar with and for me it was like I was observing how I just felt like I had to even during a surf lesson I was like okay this is going to happen right away I'm going to catch every single wave and but I'm going to up my chances of catching a wave by trying to catch every single one so I was so exhausted because I was trying to catch every single wave that I was catching none. Like I was, I was like half-assing it. I'd I'd like get up and fall over because I was so tired from pushing so hard to get every opportunity and be out there that nothing felt good. Like nothing was actually good because I wasn't focusing on one thing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is me. I'm trying to do everything. And all of it sucks because I'm not focusing on the one. So it's like, that was just such a huge moment for me of like reel it in sister and watch how far your energy can go and how beautiful this one wave can be and how good that can feel when you get to ride that wave all the way into the shore. So that was a huge moment. Then another one, I don't know if I shared this with you. I was horseback riding and my horse tripped. Did I tell you this? Okay. Tell me again. You did, but I love the story. Tell us again. And so thankfully we weren't like on a, on a full on run, but, and we were on the sand, but my horse like tripped and did like a tumble. And I literally flipped head over heels, did a full flip and landed on my back and it knocked the wind out of me. And I was so shaken up, like, you know, massive anxiety, like mini panic attack right there. Cause I was shook up. Like you are flipped forward, didn't know where I was going to land. And all of a sudden it was just like, oh my God, like my worst nightmare just happened. Like uh, your vision on a horse, right? And so I think that I was so afraid of all of my worst nightmare situations in life at that point that I was playing it. Like I wasn't going all out because I was afraid. So I was really missing on the all out because of the fear of what could happen or what people would say, or I was just a backlash or doing it wrong or failing or whatever. And, and I had that moment where it would have been totally acceptable if I did not get back up on the horse. They were like, do you want not want to go? It's totally fine. And that would have been great. Cause I was shaking and I was like, no, like the faster you get back in there, the more you're going to experience like whatever. I mean, crazy at the moment, but I went on to have the most probably top three, I think it still might be number one, actually, to this day, most euphoric moment I've ever had in my entire life running the horse full out on the beach in the ocean with Chris on one side, Drew Canoli on the other. And I felt like a wild like princess. I didn't know what year it was. I just felt like it was just a, a one of the most euphoric moments. My hair was blowing in my head. I just looked like a warrior princess. Like it was so powerful. And I felt the fear, like it was very scary. It wasn't just like gone. I, I was insane fear yet at the same time, extreme euphoria and bliss. And that was just this moment of like, they coexist. 
Like they so co the power coexists with the fear. And it was, yeah. So that happened there. <laughs> oh, I have so many goosebumps on my body. I'm like, oh my God, I can see you. And I remember that. And oh, thank you for sharing. And I have, it has been like such a delight to be with you on so many of these experiences and to witnessing your growth and, and to be able to hear you articulate it in such a beautiful way. I could listen to you forever and for hours with your stories mm -hmm. and your wisdom and your example that you set about playing all in and, and being so hungry to learn and grow and, and being so generous with the way that you share your stories and your truth with, with all of us. So I'm, I'm just like, uh, you just delight me to no end. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, you can see why, but it's, it's the container that is, that is created. And Lindsay, there is something about you that truly is, you just hold a space for people. You are playful. You're fun. You let mistakes be like, I don't know. I screw up. I feel excited about it around you. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> yeah. Awkward, awkward moments. Like and that, that was really huge for me is that people come into there and we really are all just giant children. And mm -hmm. it's like, the more that you can go and be in those experiences, which I'd love to hear just your experience of like, when you know these people who are powerful out in the world are coming in, or maybe you don't even feel powerful out in the world yet, but you have like this big vision and you're nervous about coming into this group. What are some things that you do and that you've noticed that you help break people down and connect them right away? And how does that also go on to help them out in the, the quote unquote real world? Yeah, such a good question. And I want to just pick up on what you said, because I think that's when I think about what I create that's that's unique. And I think you just hit the nail on the head, which is I have this like very, I would say somewhat unique ability to go super deep, do very intense like I know Danette calls me the, the cave dweller because she's like, I can't believe the shadow work you do. Like you're going in. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going in. I'm totally. like ruthless about it with myself, which allows me to, when you talk about creating safe space, I'm a huge believer in this. This is just one of the millions of reasons I love you. The deeper we have the courage to go in our own work, the more space we feel capable of holding for others. So the reason that I feel that I can hold space for people is because there's, there are very few dark corners that I haven't explored in my own inner work. Mm -hmm. And so what I know is that the gift and the beauty that's available on the other side, I've been playing with this analogy lately of like, it's like, you're going down into the cenotes, like underwater, these underwater caves. Mm -hmm. And you go in there maybe blindly or with a coach or a guide. It's like somebody who has a flashlight and you're like, Hey, let's go explore over here. But we need to go through the darkness and these dark, scary, unknown places in order to reemerge in the crystal palace, which is waiting mm. for us on the other side, which is called our freedom and our emancipation and all of the, the gifts that come with that, that kind of the hero's journey of coming out on the other side with wisdom and clarity and compassion and love and, and joy and bliss and all these things. And so I used to be this hardcore perfectionist. And so when I hear you saying that you like get to fail and it's fun, I feel so excited because that took me a lot of work. And mm. I think a lot of people out there can relate to this perfectionism of needing to be perfect. And when people come in to these experiences, they might have that feeling. Like I have many people say, well, I didn't think I was like, enough of a leader to come. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like every human's a leader. When I say I work with leaders, I'm like, I don't couldn't care less what your job description is. Or I happen to also attract a lot of like 
visible leaders out in the world, but it's of zero interest to me. I'm just like excited about how people show up on. I was like at home making my kids grilled cheese sandwiches for like 10 years. And my career was very minimal. I didn't consider myself less of a leader than when I'm speaking on like global stages or coaching CEOs. I think it's how we show up on the planet. And so I think that one of the things that I try to do anyways is lead by example in my own vulnerability and my own playfulness and my own failings having fun with it, and then creating these spaces of vulnerability of rehumanizing ourselves. So who cares? Everybody walks in with their job title or their bank accounts or their whatever external sources of validation that that hold meaning in other contexts. I couldn't care less about any of that. And that's thanks to my Northern Ontario roots of like growing up in a small town where it was just not a thing, you know, it was like, you were like a good human or not. That's what people cared about. And I feel grateful for that because I've never been impressed by money status, even though I've traveled in like very elite circles, I find it not that interesting because I've met very like douchey people in those circles. And some (laughs) of my favorite humans are like, don't have a penny to their name and are the wisest, smartest, most interesting people. So what I do is I try to create a space of humanity, of vulnerability, of sharing. And I do all of it with this sense of playfulness and fun. And I, I think you will agree with me that The more work that I do on myself, the more that I've studied the masters of whatever space, spirituality, transformation, I think that the more evolved we get as humans, the less seriously we take life, Mm -hmm. you know? I think it's a sign of mastery when you can approach all of life with humility, with humor, with curiosity. Like I always say, the more I know, the more I know that I know nothing. I have no idea. I have no advice for anyone. I will never tell anyone what to, I can give you like ideas. I can show you a path that worked for me and many other people, but that sense of humility of childlike curiosity, of playfulness, of wonder, of humor. I think of like the Dalai Lama and and Nelson Mandela or people that, that have been these profound leaders. They always just have this like sparkle in their eye of this, like this glimmer of like childlike curiosity and wonder. And for me, that's, I just love to have fun and play. And I, I like to create very safe space, but I don't like try to create safe spaces. I'm not sitting there. Okay, guys, I'm going to create a safe space right now. I just try to embody my own vulnerability, my own Mm. and invite people. I actually think that the thing that I do the most, and this is the feedback I get most often is I just friggin' love humans. And Mm. so they show up. I don't care what their story is, where they've been. I'm like, I just friggin' love you. You're amazing. You know, if you're on top of the world, you're at your rock bottom. I'm just like, I've just always had this like obsessive love of humans. Mm -hmm. I joke now, I'm like, I don't always like people, but I love the humans, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the essence of it. I just like love humans and I love the journey. I love the courage of people showing up and being real and being vulnerable. I think it's like, gangster. I think it's so badass, you know? I'm like, yes, cry. Do those things. Feel those feelings. Have fun. Be playful. Drum in the rain. Do whatever it is you want to do. I just think it's beautiful. The human experience is, to me is the most beautiful thing on the planet. Mm. Yeah, you definitely have been the person who's just like in my head, like let her rip, like let her, what? <laughs> yeah, just do it. Like let it, and, and for real, I feel so blessed to have had these experiences and I want more of them. It's funny, like you can go out in the world for a while and you kind of start knowing when you need it again. And you're like, okay, because for for a while there was like, okay, I need to like go be, use all these things and go. And now I'm like, okay, I think I might need to go 
be wild again. <laughs> yes. I will never forget the image of you drumming, oh, like the so wild good. warrior princess that you are in the pouring rain. I have never seen you more. I get tears in my eyes just talking about it. I've never <laughs> seen you more in your element, more aligned, more on fire, more empowered. And I've seen you in many beautiful empowered contexts, but that wildness in you is so spectacular. And I know that it fuels you and feeds mm -hmm. you for all the ways that you lead out in the world. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. such a delight and a privilege to witness you. Oh my goodness. Well, this was like so divine for me today. I love how things, you guys are our internet connection on the last like one that we tried to do was not working. And it's so perfect that it didn't work because today was the, the most perfect day for this conversation. So Linz, I'm so grateful for, for you. How can people be a part of this? Because now everyone's like, oh my gosh, I literally need to go to this tomorrow. Yes. So my website is aliveandawake.com. I'm on Instagram at Lindsay Alive, Lindsay with an A-Y, and on Facebook at Lindsay Sikornik. So reach out to me, send me a DM, the information's on the website. And yeah, just reach out. I love to hear from people. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, I have some fun kind of uh, videos and things from past retreats. You can come and check it out. And I have, oh, I have an amazing video that I just did for my last retreat that is a really beautiful kind of summary of the types of things that we do. So definitely send me a DM and I would love to hear from you and hopefully see some of you out on these beautiful wild adventures. You guys go find her, follow her, do all of the things. And you know what we love to do for our guest is to tag her on Instagram and let her know what your biggest takeaway was or if there's something that she opened up for you. It's always so nice to hear how this particular podcast and her wisdom impacted your world. So definitely give her a tag and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. You guys know that I love to reshare your stories and until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our 
life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster but so do your sales but where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days and a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so circle is an all-in-one community platform it lets you host content and create discussions live streams group chats and memberships all under your own brand and what's so cool about circle.so is that you don't even need a website or facebook group instead circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members you can even create locked and unlocked content spaces groups and classes how freaking cool is that you can put your content behind a paywall too and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site circle.so is famously easy to use and it has a free 14-day trial for you so you can go check it out see if you like it see if you love all the options just go to circle.so go check it out right now you guys imagine being able to manage your community start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place you have to log into so many different things if this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community head over to circle.so you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now just go to circle.so you guys you get the 14 day free trial so just go and see if it's for you it's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier it's so freaking cool Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.